What's up, bros? I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. When we are a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible, welcome to the All Bros. This week on the Powered Chaos, uh, we'll be talking about a movie that neither of us have actually seen yet, um, but it might be a future uh, breakdown. Um, so I'm actually Maybe very excited. Like crazy, missed that bandwagon on it. <laughs> that that's fair enough. Um, but I'm actually like excited for this one. Yeah, Even it looks not. good, but I yeah, don't know if even... it'll be an episode with how crazy jam packed our our schedule is for the next little. Fair week. enough. Fair enough. Uh, we got nothing for through the wall. Um, so then after that. We'll be moving on to our headliner of the evening, which will be our breakdown of our very anticipated movie, Halloween Ends. Hey, Boy, do we have a lot to say about this, this mother effer. Yeah, strap in for an interesting episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, enough diddly dallying. What do you say we get to it? I say, let's do it. Need motivation? Angry Dad Podcast. Trying to jumpstart your life? Angry Dad Podcast. You want help getting off the couch? Angry Dad Podcast. You need a verbal kick in the ass? Angry Dad Podcast. You want to hear from somebody who's been through it all? Angry Dad Podcast. I am here for you. You can find me on all podcast platforms. All right. So getting into 4K Spotlight uh, this week. Jordan Peele's Nope comes out on 4K and Blu-ray. Um, there are a couple of exclusives that you guys can pick up. Um, so we have a Best Buy exclusive steelbook, which I think actually the pre-orders are already sold out, which really freaking sucks because I missed the window on this, so I'm really hoping that it goes live again before the movie comes out um, because I didn't like the steelbook at first, but you know what? It's kind of grown on me. Um... Hmm. Wait. Okay, you know what? Now I'm trying to figure out what the hell the steelbook is. Do you have to have seen the movie? I'm very confused because I. It looks like, like it's spaceship? supposed to. Be, I don't know. Like I, for some reason, it looks like a uh, like a um, a sky view of a top of a house, but I don't think that's what it is. Like when I first saw it, I thought it was a black hole. But it's not that. Or like it's a... Alright, you got me interested. Let's see what yeah, this you, is. You could pull it up and see what you think. Yeah, this is definitely one of those you have to have seen it. <laughs> things. Okay. I, I don't understand this whatsoever. It looks like it's the top of the house. Okay, so... I'm not losing my mind. I mean, they well, like um... if you've seen the trailer... Or anything from it, like they do, kind of live out in the middle of freaking nowhere. That that is true. That's very true. So maybe it's one of those. What I don't get is like the back. What's the back? I don't know. It doesn't show on Blu-ray. It looks like a space helmet. Huh. It's like a chrome space helmet with like a a black dot. So I interesting. Have, yeah, I don't understand that at all so definitely feels like a a movie we need to have seen to understand anything yeah um so minus that uh the other uh, exclusive is a walmart exclusive slipcover and 
it's a very close-up shot of, I don't know if this is supposed to be Kiki Palmer's eye or, um, uh, what's his name? That's not either. That's a horse eye. That's a horse. Oh, my God. That's a, oh, my God, it is. <laughs> Why did I think that was a human eye? Dude, I don't know. Like, Dude, yeah, you can see the, I just thought that it was very, oh, my God. That is a horse's eye. <laughs> Dude, I was looking at it for a second. I was trying to figure out what it was. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I wasn't quite sure what it was either, but I knew damn well it wasn't a human eye. So, <laughs> like, I was thinking, this oh, might is that be... like some sort of alien or something? Nope, it's just, it's a horse. This might be the stupidest fucking moment I've ever had on this podcast. Uh... I think this is, a... I don't know, this is up there. Because the fact that I thought that this was a human eye is <laughs> so stupid. It's clearly a fucking animal, Jonathan, you dumbass. That. <laughs> Alright, that's it. I'm cancelled. It's all Caleb now. Oh my god. Anyway, moving on from my dumbassery. Um, yeah, nope. Comes out on 4K tomorrow, so if you guys want to pick it up, you can either pick up the regular 4K or Blu-ray, or you can pick up this Walmart-exclusive slipcover or the Best Buy-exclusive Steelbook. I might pick up this Walmart-exclusive as well, because now I just feel bad. (laughs) I'll give Jordan Peele my money just because I feel bad. I feel like an asshole. That's freaking hilarious, though. Anyway, I want everyone to go and like Google. It's just just search the Google images of Nope 4K Steelbook. It's one of the top freaking um things that you can see. It is. It's like once you notice that it's a horse eye, it is very obvious that it's a horse eye. How you confuse this for a human eyeball, I will never understand. <laughs> I don't even know. And I swear, I promise, I hope that did not come across as racist at all. Like, I don't, I didn't, if it did, I did not mean it to at all. I truly apologize if it did. <laughs> Uh-oh, Rose did a racism. <laughs> Shut up. Because I truly don't, if it, can, if it came across that way Dude, to anybody. It, it came I'm, off like okay. you're a freaking dumbass. <laughs> okay, good, good. I will take that. Thank God. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm still apologizing, though. Rose doesn't understand human anatomy. <laughs> I do not. Why do you think I failed out of science class? Oh, man. Uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, I don't know what else to say, so... Uh, should we just <laughs> let's get to this keep... breakdown before you put another foot in your mouth. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Alright, so, for this week's headliner, we'll be breaking down Halloween Ends. But we all know it's not the true ending. Like, in 
10 years or even less time than that, I'm sure we'll get another Halloween movie. It's going to happen, folks. This franchise More than is too likely, profitable. but it's not going to be with Laurie Strode, though. No, huh? No. It's Jamie Lee Curtis has made it very vocal. And she even, she even freaking. <laughs> have you seen that thing? I can't remember if it was on Kimmel or Fallon. But I he think actually, it was like. On Fallon. It was on Fallon? Yeah, he, like, wrote out the thing that says, I will never play Laurie Strode ever again. And she freaking <laughs> signed it. <laughs> I love it so much. So, yeah. Um, so, not only is this the final film from. Uh, Blumhouse and David Gordon Green after this movie came out all of the rights went back to the uh, uh, Cod family um, so whatever they decided to do with Halloween that is at their disposable once again um, so yeah um, did it uh, end the trilogy on a high note well uh, listen on to, to find out. <laughs> yeah listen on to hear what we thought um, so, Caleb, uh, would you like to let everybody know how we break down uh, movies on this podcast? I would love to. If you're new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. The eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal score at the very end. All of those numbers get magically added up, thrown into our algorithm, and spit out a letter grade for us to compare this movie to others of its kind, as well as a percentage to give us a ranking within those grade systems. So, yeah. So with that, if you have not seen Halloween Ends, it is available in theaters and streaming via Peacock. Um... You do have to have Peacock Premium, though. I did forget to mention that. Oh. Yeah, so... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so unless you have Premium, you can't watch it, but I think Premium is like an extra five bucks a month. Okay. Or wait, no, I'm sorry. No, isn't it... Pe- so Peacock's free, but then I think the Premium is ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... So definitely go check it out. We're about to spoil the entire freaking movie, and... Trust me when we say we have thoughts. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Okay. On Halloween night in 2019, 21-year-old Corey Cunningham is babysitting a young boy named Jeremy who pulls a prank on Corey by locking him inside the attic. Just as Jeremy's parents come home, Corey kicks the door open and accidentally knocks Jeremy over a staircase railing to his death. Corey is accused of intentionally killing Jeremy but is cleared of manslaughter. Three years later, the town of Haddonfield, Illinois, is still reeling from the aftermath of Michael Myers' latest killing spree in 2018, while Michael has vanished. Laurie Strode is writing a memoir, having bought a new house and living with Allison, her granddaughter, who is now a nurse. Meanwhile, Corey is working at his stepfather's salvage yard. On his way home one day, he is taunted by high school bullies and injures himself in the process. An observing Laurie brings him to the doctor's office, where Allison works. Allison and Corey develop a relationship and later attend a Halloween party where Corey is confronted by Jeremy's mother. Corey then leaves the party and runs into the bullies, who throw Corey off a bridge. Dragged into the sewers by an unknown figure, he wakes up and is confronted by Michael, who has been living there for the past four years. After holding him by the throat, Michael lets Corey go after sensing the same darkness in Corey that Michael saw in himself. 
On the way out, Corey is confronted by a homeless man and takes out a knife previously given to him by Lori. In a struggle, Corey stabs the man to death and flees. Corey and Allison go on a dinner date, but Allison's ex-police officer Doug Mullaney shows up and harasses them both. Corey later lures the cop into the sewer. Michael emerges and, although in a weakened state, murders Doug to Corey's delight. Corey decides to become a new boogeyman figure and to take vengeance upon anyone who wronged him and Allison. Allison is passed over for a promotion at work in favor of a fellow nurse who is having an affair with the doctor. Corey then kills the doctor at his home while the nurse is killed by Michael, who followed Corey. An unknowing Allison plans to leave Haddonfield with an insistent Corey because of the past trauma. While Lori becomes increasingly suspicious of Corey after he begins mimicking Michael's behavior. After finding him sleeping in the spot Jeremy died, Lori tells him to leave Allison alone. Corey retorts by blaming her for the events that have occurred in Haddonfield and says if he cannot have Allison, no one will. On October 31st, Corey returns to the sewers and successfully fights a still-weak Michael for his mask. Meanwhile, Lori and Allison argue as she plans to leave, leave and Allison, too, blames Lori for Michael's actions. That night, Corey embarks on a rampage, murdering the bullies after luring them to the salvage yard. In the confusion, Corey's stepfather is also accidentally killed. He then goes on to kill his mother, as well as the DJ and receptionist at the radio station. Back at the Strode house, Lori attempts suicide to lure Corey to her, whom she shoots down the stairs. Corey then stabs himself in the neck to frame Lori for his death in front of the arriving Allison. Michael suddenly arrives to retrieve his mask and kills Corey. After a struggle, Lori is able to pin Michael to the table. She removes his mask and slits his throat, but he breaks one arm free and strangles her before Allison arrives and breaks his arm. Lori slices his wrist, finally killing him and avenging Karen's death. With Michael finally dead, Lori and Allison take his body to the salvage yard by a police escort attracting the residents of Haddonfield, who follow them in a procession and dispose of it in an industrial shredder. In the ensuing days, Allison and Lori reconcile, and Allison leaves Haddonfield while Lori finishes her memoir and rediscovers her romance with Deputy Hawkins. <sighs> lots and lots to say. Yeah. <clears throat> this made it feel like Michael and Lori had a lot more to do in this film than they actually did. Yeah, um... And I really blame the marketing team so much for this because this movie from the very first poster and the very first trailer, all we were, we were straight up promised that the whole plot of this movie would be the final confrontation between Laurie Strode and Michael Myers, that, you know, only one will survive their saga ends. I'm like, you got freaking hyped. You're like, hell yeah. This like, I, yeah, I'll fully admit. For I mean, of course, after like, because I loved Kill so much, I was so excited for a, for ends and the way that they were making this out to be the definitive ending to these two's timeline. Um, it felt like we were we were all, us Halloween fans were going to be um, very pleased with how they wrapped it up, and I'm sorry to say I wasn't fully pleased. Um, nope. I do even for don't. someone that's not I mean I'm I wouldn't consider myself even close to as big of a fan as you are but I do really enjoy the Michael Myers story and like the different timelines that they have I guess 
but this one just did not sit well and it unfortunately was a little bit of a letdown it was um and like i was telling caleb um it was it's been talked about that david gordon green recreates the original three films in this franchise halloween 2018 basically a bit by bit retelling of halloween just 40 years later um you know with michael escaping um coming back to haddonfield killing a bunch of people Laurie strode stopping him uh halloween kills just like halloween 2 Laurie strode takes a uh a back seat a lot of the movie she's out of it for a lot of the movie but it takes place in a lot of it takes um Wow. Takes place mostly in a hospital. Michael Myers is a lot more aggressive. Kills a lot more people. Bam. There's a lot to relate to that one. Now with Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which I think is actually a very good um, horror anthology film. um, That if you don't even think about it as a Halloween movie, it's really freaking good. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I didn't say the full title. Um, It's actually really good because the only time that they even like... Michael Myers is mentioned is just because uh, the first movie is playing on a TV in the background. That's the only reason. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so with this one, David Gordon Green trying to, um, you know, uh, showcase. Uh, I I feel um, like in that one, it's about a uh, you know a, a company that you know, uh, distributes Halloween masks and that like will take over kids. And that's how they're able to like rule the world or some shit like that. Um, I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I, I really do recommend it. You should really check it out, Caleb. Um, Hey, future movie night. Just saying. I'm down. Sweet. Um, but I feel that one benefited it benefited because it had nothing to do with Haddonfield, Laurie Stroh and Michael Myers. This one, I get what David Gordon Green was trying to do. He was trying to tell do something different, not make Michael Myers the true focus of this, but more so make the evil essence of Michael Myers. What happens? What happens when someone is infected by the evil of Michael Myers? Um, how that just drives them to uh, honestly take um, go about in his, his footsteps. Um, and I really like that idea. I love it, honestly but it just feels so late in this timeline to introduce that. You don't introduce that in the third and final film. You know what? I've been giving this a lot of thought and I feel like, like you said, this is an, an amazing idea on paper too late in this trilogy. What I personally would have done is do a little bit of rearranging with the stories. I would have thrown the um the Corey storyline in the first in Halloween twenty eighteen. So I would okay. have, I would have thrown that out. Like I I think it should have been where Michael's kind of in hiding for a while and then like we hear about the escape of Michael Myers. We have like the, the like the whole Corey storyline where he runs into Michael and everything. And like, he's the one that kind of brings Michael back to Haddonfield. And then we, 
all these killings start happening, everyone's thinking it's Michael, but turns out to be Corey. See, that's then, what I thought that... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. And, and then Corey's killed. And then okay. it just... It's like a soft ending where it's just... Where Lori's kind of comes back out and is into the like the real world and is like, Michael's back. We need to prepare. Boom. Then all the events of Halloween 2018 happen. Okay. And like... So that would that would have been my my Halloween kills, like it just Halloween twenty eighteen just boom thrown into where Halloween kills is, like so he goes on this freaking killing spree in Haddonfield. Then Halloween ends would have been more like Halloween kills, where it's the town that's hunting him down. He eventually makes his way back to the the hospital where Lori's at getting her wounds tended and he's just like beat to shit because the town is just like tore him a new asshole. And then they have their like final fight. Okay. I actually like that. Yeah. Wouldn't that end so much better? <laughs> the funny thing is, um, it's like the final confrontation in this. I actually like, don't get me wrong. It's cool seeing um, like Haddonfield just like all come together and just watch Michael Myers get completely shredded. It makes complete sense. Um, but I don't know. I feel like uh, I felt more closure with uh, the ending of Halloween 2018, where she traps him in his her basement and sets the place on fire. Yeah, that felt that I've got more closure from that. Like I would have actually preferred that if that was their final fight. And then she's just like, goodbye, Michael sets the place on fire. And, you know, you see her leaving and, you know, just, I, I don't know. I feel that was a, I feel that was a way better definitive ending. Yeah. As I much agree. as I love kills, I would have been fine if Halloween 2018 was the only movie that we got. I really would have. Dude, I would have freaking like I said, that order of operations was just jacked up to hell. Yeah. And it's like they got sidelined. They got sidelined so freaking hard. Like definitely Michael more than Lori did. Oh but... yeah, absolutely. <sighs> I think my big issue with this one is Lori felt like a completely different character. The way that I look at that, and I completely understand where you're coming from, I feel this is the Lori that is like just trying to move on from her trauma, like trying not to make that the focus of her life, and like kind of reinvigorating, um, like a new, like a new person. It's a new Lori Strode. I, I get that. But she's living in a world where Michael is out free. I think that she's immediately like, so, okay. So this is where I'm calling bullshit. (laughs) You mean to tell me that Lori holds on to this grudge against Michael for how long? 40 years? I I mean, that would be Ben 44 uh, in this movie. Okay. So no, like from from 2018 is that like oh yeah years? yeah yep four forty years exact okay so if you are trying to tell me that the woman for forty years that built herself 
yourself a Michael Michaels killer home. <laughs> I love how you put that. Knowing, like, knows without a shadow of a doubt that Michael Myers murdered her, her daughter and is out somewhere in the world that she would suddenly be like, yeah, I'm just going to move on. Bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely freaking not, dude. That is I mean, maybe she hoped that he had died. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't she talk to him in the deleted scene, or like the alternate ending? Um, yes, she does. Yeah, you're mm, no. So dude. that's she, why no, no freaking way. Because yeah, so straight up, that alternate ending does not work with this uh this movie. Because when she like hangs up, because in in the alternate ending of Kills, um, she's calling Karen. The phone rings, and Michael actually picks up the phone, and you hear the he- his heavy breathing. And she says, "I'm coming for you, Michael," and throws down the phone. And you see her walking down um, the uh, hallway of the hospital with the, with uh, Michael's butcher knife. And then that's it. It cuts. That would have made no sense at all if that's the ending that they went with for this one. Because 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 there's a four-year time jump. The original ending makes sense because the last shot is literally just Michael looking outside of his window. So, or his uh, childhood house's window. Um, so that makes sense that, you know, like, oh, after that, Michael literally just walked away. I don't know how the hell he snuck past those, uh, everybody in Haddonfield, but whatever. Um, he snuck off and he's been in hiding for four years. Yeah, that's the thing, though. He killed Lori's daughter. There's no yes. way in freaking hell that Lori would move on from shit like that. Not after the 40-year grudge that she just held over Michael's head. Are you shitting me? And then she's suddenly like, oh, my apple pie. Go screw yourself. It was a pumpkin pie. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, when she's just like, it's a, it's a Halloween tradition. Since when? Yeah, that was, you've that's been never said. Michael Myers for the past forty years. You that <laughs> that that is your Halloween tradition. So yeah, there's some bullshittery happen <laughs> bullshit happening in this movie. They they just completely attempted a rewrite. Like this is where I would have. Like, the order of operations would have come in in real handy, where Halloween kills, where I probably would have saved the the Michael Myers burning in the the basement pit. Mm-hmm. I would have saved that for the fi- for the finale. Like, that would have been yes. how he died. Perfect. In, like, if, in my rewrite. <laughs> like, that would have been where he died, and the house would have come crumbling on him, onto him, dead. Yeah. And then, like, if you just, like, just something along those lines. Because the fact that he got out of that is total horse shit. But whatever. <laughs> I mean, you got to give it to, you know, Haddonfield, though. Like, deciding to just put his body in a meat, in, not a meat grinder, uh, indestructible, what is it, industrial grinder? Is that what it was called? I don't know what those things are called. I th- Anyway, that's like honestly smart because like ain't no way he coming back from that. Yeah, I mean if you still want to do the freaking meat grinder, like do it to his charred corpse. 
like or something like did like, you okay hear? like you can pull them out like whatever like you can do like go that route if you want but dude it's freaking please tell no me. way have you heard the alternate ending for like or what the original ending was yeah that when they streamed it for test screenings they i think uh this ending um like they actually reshot it or like this was like one of the last things that they shot and this was like a couple months before the movie came out what did they try doing so the original ending was it wasn't Haddonfield like getting a, in a procession to give Michael Myers a pro, the send off that they feel he deserved. Well, he did deserve. Let's face it. But I always root for the bad guy, so they did Myers dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so in the original ending, it's Lor- it's it's only Lori. Um, and so she takes uh, Michael is taken to a funeral home. His body is um, cremated with his mask on. And so, but, okay, so yeah, so Lori watches his, his body being cremated with his mask on. It cuts to her at her house. Allison comes and visits her. And then all of a sudden, Lori attacks Allison, like choking her out. And she... And Lori is just like, no, leave before I can't control it or some shit like that. And so, what? It, yeah, the evil of Michael Myers has entered entered Lori Strode. But then they're just like, yeah, no, we don't want to do that to Lori Strode. We're not going to do her dirty like that. And you I'm pretty royally. <laughs> whoever wrote that needs to be smacked across the face. I have a feeling Jamie Lee Curtis fought for that not to be the end. She's like, no, fuck you. My character's getting a happy ending after all this shit. Dude, I've been playing this just, role for four decades. I'm like, I would rather Lori die <laughs> than have that happen. Dude, I was telling Christina, a ballsy thing to do would have been, um, as they like right before, um, Lori is about to like, or as she's pushing, um, freaking grab Michael, her leg or something, yeah, and drag her in <laughs> with him. That Dude, would, I would, I would have loved that. Actually, that would have been so fucking ballsy, but so cool. I would have lost my ever-loving mind. <laughs> Just to see Lori Strode grinded as well Holy as Michael Myers, dude. That would that be the bossiest was... thing ever in this in this um this series. Like, I would give David Gordon Green props for that shit. Oh, dude, that would have been nuts. <laughs> 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 if they Honestly, wanted to give a shock and awe, do that. Honestly, that might have saved the movie. <laughs> Dude, seriously though. I'd be like, okay, you know what? I can excuse the whole like uh bringing Corey into this way too late. That was awesome. Alright, yep, I love this movie. <laughs> Dude, it's just you see her get grinded and then it just boom credits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my dude. Oh, if there was ever an alt like of course they have this stupid ass alternate ending, like why not do one like that? Yeah, like, seriously. I want one that completely changes the tone of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like but, there uh... like every alternate ending or like not everyone, like there's some that have been decent, but there's like it's always just some like bullshit minor change or like so like it's it's nothing it's like just a little bit of nothing this 
that would have rocked my world. <laughs> they're, they're they're just hyping up. Oh, only one will live, and just shit like that. And they just pull that. Like, gotcha, psych- bitch. <laughs> Dude, I would have loved that. Oh, that would have been so bad. That would have actually been... I would have accepted... I would have accepted them both going out like that. Yep. Because honestly, I know it would have been fast, but I think Lori would have accepted her fate just because she would have known that, you know what, even though I'm dying too, Michael is finally dead as well. Or Michael's finally dead. The evil is dead. Yeah. And if you didn't want to do some, like stupid like some bullshit where it's like he like suddenly wakes up grabs her leg and like drags her into the sh- the shredder like have it be like where she's given some like rousing speech to like Haddonfield about like it's finally over blah 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 and then Michael like wakes up and so she's just like oh shit and like freaking tackles his ass into the shredder I feel though if they would have done something like that if like any words were said I feel it would have kind of ruined the um the, i don't know i would actually say the moment because the fact that like no one said anything that it was just complete silence i loved that hmm. like literally the only words maybe, that you hear it's throughout like, that is it? maybe it's like they put his body on like a conveyor belt okay and then it's like he's at the top of the conveyor belt or like near the top and then like Sit does his like does the cl- yeah the classic sit up. sit up yeah does his like iconic sit up and then like Lori sees this and she's just like no and then I don't know I don't know how that probably honestly probably the leg grab would have been better <laughs> no you're good but like just does one of those things where she's like sees him awakening and then she's just like no like screw that and then like you know Tom he Brady does that classic sit up you're screwed yeah. But he goes and, like, just tackles his ass straight into the shredder. <laughs> and then, like, all of Haddonfield just, like, it's finally over. <laughs> we lost Lori, but it's okay. Yeah, but it's because it's, it felt like everyone blamed her. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, okay. Um, this, this franchise, or at least this timeline, has some of the, like, most... There's no freaking way they would have survived that kind of vibes. Like, I get it. A lot of people liked Officer Hawkins. I really liked the character, too. But bringing him back in Halloween Kills after being stabbed and run over by a freaking car, he should not have just been, like, you know, he, I don't know, he shouldn't have been alive. Wheelchair minimum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he shouldn't not have been able learning to learning Japanese recovery. and freaking yeah. baking or whatever the hell he was doing. Playing a Playing guitar. Yeah, bullshit. You shouldn't have any like use of your limbs. Yeah. Um and then freaking Sandra is is back too, but at least she actually um so if you if you guys remember from Halloween Kills, Sandra is the one that Michael breaks the uh the uh, fluorescent light strip and stabs it into her um Oh my god. Her Was neck? she the one with the the husband that was flying the drone? Yeah, that's her. That's okay. I thought that was her. Yeah. So yeah, she gets a fluorescent light stabbed into her neck, and I swear we saw her bleed the frick out. Yeah. In Holland I thought Kills. she was. I thought that bitch. Yeah, was she dead. died. I swear she died. But no, she's back in this. In the 
and her sister is telling Lori, you aggravated that man, and now my sister can't talk. He stabbed her, and I can't, she was clinging to life, but now she, you know, she she's okay. I'm like, how the hell did she survive? And bitch, how is that my fault? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <sighs> she dude, did not, Lori Stroh did not do any of this, this shit. Trilogy. Yeah, dude, straight up. Like, like, this trilogy did a lot right, but it also did a lot wrong. Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, fantastic. Not top they go notch, so but they're, good. they're no, good. But they go so good together. Yeah. What the... It was this one? <laughs> well, apparently, uh, uh, before COVID happened, this was supposed to take place again on the same night. It was supposed to have all happen in 2018. I think I would have liked that better. I don't know if I really liked I the four. I don't know. I don't really like the four-year time jump. I don't either. It doesn't make sense when you like really think about it. Yeah. So yeah, the but the the Corey timeline where he becomes like whatever you want to call him, the Scarecrow. I thought that had like some real potential. Not where it was put, though. No. Like, exactly like we, we stated. It just felt so out of place. Yeah. Like, why are you introducing this, this dude now? Like, yeah. unless you're passing the torch of Michael Myers on to him, which supposedly is supposed to be the end. Like, I thought he... I legitimately thought that it was going to be, like, Lori kills Michael Myers, and then suddenly Corey comes and freaking does Lori in. You know what? I would have accepted that because that at least they were going all for it. Yeah. They, this this whole trilogy has some major like you need to like set aside your your disbelief with this with this entire you do, like, trilogy. I, I appre- I understand what they're trying to go for like you know like oh, Michael Myers um is uh like he isn't the shit what is it? Like he is the shape, but the shape can change entity. Form. It can, yeah. Thank you. It can change yeah. form, but I don't feel that they did the best at explaining that, or they waited until this movie to really dive into that. And whereas they should have been expanding on that idea throughout this trilogy. Yeah. <sighs> it could have been done so much better. It, what I think what's hard for me to stomach too is Michael was taken off guard or actually no he wasn't taken off guard he was somehow able to survive a freaking murder house yeah in the in the first one but somehow gets pinned by a couple knives and a and a fridge. I mean, yeah, you know, fair enough. But I mean, you got to still some, remember. There, yeah, there The way that I keep looking okay. at it like, I mean, sorry. Um oh, good. Like I I I get it because it is established that after all of the damage that Michael Myers received from Halloween kills. He's still trying to bounce back from that. Even though he is the essence of evil, he is still human. 
So he still does succumb to these wounds. So I think that's why he's able to be taken down by Lori so easily. Hmm. But I will admit, I, I want your opinion. <laughs> when uh, Corey brings the cop down and he's just like, oh, show me, show me the way of, you know, to do it, Michael. And Michael, you know, takes the knife from the rock. And like, as he's stabbing the cop, you see him like, kind of like shaking, being like, oh my God, it feels like, it feels so good to kill again. And it's like, he's like coming back to life. <laughs> what did you think? That was so stupid. <laughs> Dude, Same it would, they had so many freaking downfalls with what they did with Michael. Like, I thought, I'm like, okay, the, the introduction to him was fantastic. The way Corey was just in the, in the freaking yeah. tunnels, and then he like freaking gets snatched by Michael, and like once Michael lets him go, it, it goes downhill from there. <laughs> I feel that scene kind of because it's. I, I know I just said that Michael's supposed to be human, or you know he succumbs to his wounds, becomes Michael is human, but I feel that they've driven home that Michael is so not human that. You know, he's the essence of evil. He doesn't, like, feel anything. But yet, when he grabs Corey and looks into his eyes, he sees himself, and that's because he lets him go. Okay, so now you're giving the shape emotion? I don't... That's a tough... I don't know if it's emotion, though. That's, I mean, I like that. I Like, don't get me wrong. I think that's actually really cool that, like, Michael sees the evil inside of Corey, so that's why he lets him go. But I, I don't know. Just, I have, like, a... An indifference, I guess, with that? It's a tough one. I think he sees... I think he just sees, like, an emptiness inside Corey. And, like, that like th that emptiness is what he's seen within himself. It kind of yeah. felt like there was, like, a, a supernatural element to, like, that Yeah. Look. And I was not really digging that. Hmm. Like, I will admit, though, sorry, and no, we'll get yeah, to yeah. this with the music. Um, the scene, though, where he like Michael does like the whole stabbing to the cop, that actually might be like my favorite track in this whole freaking movie. Because I don't know, like when it like kicks in when he fr when he just like grabs the knife and brings it over. I don't know. I got like freaking chills. I'm like, fuck yeah, Michael Myers is back, bitches. <laughs> yeah, and then he. Then they freaking cut to him getting his mask ripped away from him by Corey. Oh my god, that... don't get me started with that scene. You know, <laughs> Christina explained that the... <laughs> she, says she loves that scene because it <laughs> looks like two brothers fighting. Dude, straight up. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> like, it, if you were to just throw in some different music and maybe, like, some get some voice actors you just no it's mine <laughs> it's straight up yeah the fact that he just rips it off and he's just like you're just storms out just a, yeah you're just a man in a halloween mask bitch that's what you are <laughs> yeah it's just like no michael myers is nothing without his mask give it back to him <laughs> oh man dude i i will say though there are some things that I, I did appreciate about this movie. Oh, yeah. As much as I've, like, hated on this movie, I don't hate this movie. Yeah. It's, like, just the stuff we didn't like seems very overpowering. But what I did really enjoy, Lori was able to recognize that evil 
within Corey and like the that mannerisms that, awesome. that kind of just sent like gave her a, a little spider sense so i'm like you okay good like she's freaking like learn <laughs> the way that he like because there's a scene where she looks out her uh, bedroom window and he is literally standing just on the side of the street just looking up at her window like and you know that's to recreate uh from the first one where she uh sees michael in her backyard by the sheets and everything and I'm just like, yeah, that would have screamed like, yeah, he's kind of a, he's kind of a freak to me too. Like, who the hell just stands and looks up at a window? Yeah, and then it's like once she comes downstairs, he's like, oh my, walking off like whatever, freaking dumb. <laughs> yeah, and then he like freaking like he he's just like Lori, it scares the shit out of her, and she he's just like, oh sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Bullshit. No, you you snuck up on her. Don't don't dirt, yeah. don't try that shit. You you knew that she saw you, and then you snuck up behind her. You freaking asshole! Yeah. Like yeah. you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> don't yeah, don't try to play that shit. Uh, but I don't know it's it's this is tough for me because it's like standalone. I feel like this movie could have fit somewhere else. Yeah, and like I did really enjoy the. The Corey story. I did too. I didn't love the love story. Um, God, the love story I, was I a didn't... bit much, and it felt like it Allison was had a lot to be upset about. And I'm like, I don't know if this is justified. I'm sorry. I hated what they did with Allison's character in this movie. I did not like it. I I loved her in Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. Loved her determination. Loved her character. I did not like her character that much in this film. Yeah, it felt like she was. She was going all like rebellious with, like, kind of had this like you don't let me do what I want attitude, and I'm like, but why? No. <laughs> like you understand now. It's not like you've never come face to face with this with the evil that she's trying to protect you from. Yeah. So you should understand why she's trying to keep you away from Corey. Yeah. Like, it's if like, anything, bitch, you confronted Michael Myers. Yeah. I feel if he, anyone should have been able to recognize that evil, it should have been her. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think she, like, maybe you could take it down the route where it's like, she's not wanting to accept or give up hope that Corey isn't, like, in there. Or or something like that, or maybe like establish Corey in a previous movie where maybe her, him and Allison are dating, and then he goes through this horrific incident, and then is like they're like doing that like a reconnection. Yeah, see, I mean, honestly, maybe you could have just written out because remember um, her boyfriend in twenty eighteen kills uh, Cameron. Yes, just replace him with Corey and just have him not die. And kills. Yeah. That could have worked, dude. We should have written this. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to tweak the story a little bit, or his his character. Um, yeah, but just a hair, it's not that not yeah, it's much. not the hard of a rewrite. Like it honestly would have made a lot more sense if you would have established Corey as a character in a previous film, and then done all this. I still probably wouldn't have cared for the sidelining of Michael Myers, but. It would have been better. The opening, though? Sorry, go. Dude, holy shit. 
like, yeah, wow. All three of these have freaking great openings. The first one has My- Michael uh, when we first see him at a Smith's Grove, and you know, like uh, the one of the um, podcast people like holding up his mask and like getting him to try to talk. Great. The second one, you get the flashback scenes. So freaking great. I love those. And in this one, you get the whole events of what happened to Corey and why he is where he is. Yeah. They took that a direction, or not even a direction, to a distance. I did not expect them to take it. Yeah. (laughs) So, for those of you that haven't seen it, like it opens up with Corey going to this house to babysit this kid. That it's like a year after the events of 2018. Yeah. Can we talk about how um, Haddonfield just kind of like moved on and it's like nothing happened? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, but for how many people Michael Myers killed in 2018, it was like 40 plus. Yeah. Um, that Halloween guy really went to town. canceled permanently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would not let my child uh, out on Halloween if I lived in Haddonfield and Michael Myers was still on loose. F that. <laughs> Hell no, especially only a freaking year after it. Yeah, you can go to hell. (laughs) (laughs) But regardless, like these parents are going out on on Halloween. Give him some instructions. Say, hey, he's been wet in the bed. And like, so don't like. Like scare him or anything like read him a story. And then they're like watching this really graphic what what movie are they watching i think they're watching the thing the thing okay yeah. so yeah they're watching this like i think super i think they're actually movie. watching don they're actually watching uh john carpenter's the thing oh that's cool <laughs> <laughs> right yeah that was, that was an awesome uh callback yeah so they're watching this horror movie which i'm like i mean you do you dude like whatever <laughs> <laughs> and then this little shit of a kid starts Seriously. Like, he starts being, like, this big old asshole and, like, disappears. He goes, like, he starts hearing the, or Corey starts hearing these noises, goes up into their attic, and gets locked in by this little shithead. And, like, thinking Michael's after him or something. And the dude gets freaking terrified because who wouldn't? Yeah. And he kicks down the door at the really wrong time knocks the kid somehow over the freaking railing and the kid falls three stories down and freaking dies breaks yeah breaks his neck yeah but i knew so when as soon as Corey got locked in that room i knew like okay the door's gonna fling open and like it's gonna knock like the kid's gonna either gonna get hurt or he's gonna fall down and like die like, I, I figured that was going to happen. I was just like, okay, that's just kind of an inevitable well, I swear, thing. everyone is, like, so good at, like, calling shit, and I'm not. I, I, I never <laughs> really pay attention to that shit until it happens. I know. It, it, I, I don't know if I'm just, like, good at picking that stuff out. No, dude, because Christina's the same way. Yeah, so, like, I knew, like, once they were up at the top, I'm just like, oh, shit's gonna go down. Because, <laughs> I mean, that door was very close to the railing, so... Yeah. all the doors yeah. are super close to the railing. Yeah, um, also, uh, that's very bad um, uh, house design, in my opinion. Yep. Absolutely agree. But, 
yeah, Corey decides to this is Sparta kick the door. Cause no. like, dude, her his parents walk in on the worst moment when he says, I'm gonna kill you, Jeremy. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna kill you. Boom, Spartan kick, boom, you're de- <laughs> surprise, surprise, your son is dead. And the fact that they had him that they showed as much as they showed. I was just like, oh, he's just go- like, we're just going to see the body fall. We're going to hear the mother scream. That's it. No, we saw see the body freaking impact, bounce, and his like neck freaking snaps. <laughs> he freaking, he fell face first too. Yep. Like that kid got fud up. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Like, yeah. And dude, I was like this movie is off to a fantastic start <laughs> dude i thought the same thing like okay you got my attention you yeah, absolutely like, got my attention message received <laughs> <laughs> uh but damn <laughs> and yeah so after like with that i was just like i'm all in I thought they were just establishing Corey as like a relatable character or setting him up as like a sympathetic character to eventually kill him off and have like a super impactful kill later on. But no, they didn't freaking do that. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Excuse me. But yeah. I've had a really difficult time figuring out where I am like with the the story and the writing because the story yeah love the story as a like love like Corey's story and i i don't care for like the michael myers stuff but the Corey shit was was decent yeah it just as a halloween movie like as part of a trilogy didn't fit well yeah i would agree it's kind of like a round piece square hole (laughs) Yeah, there we go. That's a good way to explain it. I love that. <laughs> so where where are you sitting at? Um, so I'm the same with you. I really like the Corey stuff, minus the whole like most of the uh, love story. Um, and I do. Uh, I mean, of course, I still do like what they do with Michael Myers. I just wish that he didn't take a sideline in his or a uh, back seat in his own freaking franchise but whatever um so i'll go a 75 i'm trying to figure out where i want to dock this movie cuz we i mean, i know we try to do this as like a standalone and yeah. as a standalone this isn't bad no it's not no but if this had nothing to do with Michael Myers, like Halloween three season of the witch does, do, doesn't, or, yeah. um, or like if it was just like the, um, like say like in the last one, Michael Myers was killed. And, um, in this one, it's just like the presence of his evil being passed to Corey. And the whole movie is about Corey. Michael Myers is not in it at all. Like I say, he died off in the previous one that, yeah, I would totally accept that. But the fact that you still had to wrap up Michael's story. Yeah. Dude, honestly, I know that I I gave this movie shit 
or the two movies. I gave Halloween Kills shit, and I gave Halloween Ends a lot of shit too. Because after I saw Halloween 2018, I was just like, where do you go from here? <laughs> now that I know where they were headed, this could have had a fourth movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, that would have been a like really cool for them to do. Where it's yeah, a I would have been fine with a quadrilogy. Yeah, like have a have the third movie be like totally focused on Corey, and then have, or ha, yeah, have the third movie focused totally on Corey, and then the third kind of like a mix for a little bit, and then Michael comes in, takes his pl- place, and do what you will. Yes. So, but as it as it stands. I think I'm going to be nicer to the story than I am the writing. Because uh, the yeah, story was way. decent. The like yeah. overall was decent. Like you said, love story kind of bleh. But everything else was solid. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually going to be at like a 77. Okay. Alright, moving on over to writing. This is where some of the shit falls apart. Yes, I absolutely agree. I did not like how Laurie was written at all. That's f- and I feel like we're I don't know, I feel we're indifferent on this because I was totally fine with how she was written because um I don't know if we talked about this or I already said this on the podcast. Um but I feel yeah, I think we had already talked. We talked about this like like twenty minutes ago. How I feel this is this is the Laurie Strode that is like you know what I'm moving. Pa- even though Michael is alive, I know that he's alive, dude. That I'm, is and he such killed my daughter. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to try to move on. I'm going to embrace life. Try to appreciate what life I have left, and you know I'm just going to go for it. I'm gonna, I'm going to enjoy it. You know, like she. You know, hooks up with, or she uh, starts to rekindle her relationship with Officer Hawkins. I I liked this Lori. She had forty <laughs> years, Rose, to freaking let go of her grudge, and then suddenly it's what four years after her daughter is murdered by Michael Myers. Go screw yourself! No freaking way, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Not okay. my Lori. In, in her defense, okay, the way that I look at this, okay, I know, like, I feel that she knew that she was he was alive, but I'm sure a part of her had a feeling that there is a chance that he just bled to death, that he had succumbed to his wounds. With no, the, don't even try, with, dude. Don't with even him be, try. Wait, wait a minute. If she with thought him. that was true, she would have hunted him down. She would not believe that Michael Myers was dead without a body. That's, that's, I don't know. The way that I justify her, you know, fantasizing, not fantasizing, her, um, like, being, um, what's the word? Um, obsessed with him for 40 years is that she knew that he was still alive. She knew that he was locked behind bars. And she knew that there was always a chance that he could escape. There was always a chance. So that's why she was always. That is a much weaker argument, dude. 
oh, he's in a maximum security prison, but I'm going to hold off this hope or this this idea or hold on to this idea that there's a chance that he might escape this high security mental asylum. I mean, Are you shit as me? we can see, it wasn't as high as security as we thought. Okay, fair, but <laughs> it it wasn't. It was like inside job shit. So yeah, it's like true. stuff that you couldn't really have predicted. Fair enough. Yeah. So for forty years, he is locked up, and she's just like, "No, there's a, uh, like it's that Batman shit. If there's even like." one percent chance that he could escape like we have to take it as an absolute certainty <laughs> but and Bring then suddenly shit she's just I like, love it. oh he just freaking went on a killing spree through all of haddonfield murdered my daughter and he is somewhere out in the world free and assumed alive because no body has been found and she's just like pumpkin pie Whatever. If you are <laughs> fooling yourself, if you even kind of believe that. <laughs> She's this in is, denial. I know, dude. I I went back and rewatched like just uh, like the first portion of it where yeah. it's like more Lori. That got me so freaking worked up. Come on, this don't is... you just love... Literally, this this movie has one of the best lines I've ever heard Lori say. It's when she's, like, telling Allison to, uh, you oh know, like, take God. chances. And she's just like, you know, you need to find a guy that you can just... Uh, you can... Uh, to where you can rip open your sh- shirt, show grief your fucking tits, and say, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Great line, wrong movie. (laughs) Dude, that was such bull. (laughs) Oh, man. I had such a hard time with that. Like, like you said, great line, great line. Not my Lori. <laughs> not my. L- what is this? Diary of Whoopi Kid? Not my Roderick? <sighs> okay. Dude, it was so. So bad. Like, it did. It didn't feel like a realistic. <laughs> like, vibe from her. There's no way that Lori would have acted like that if she felt like Michael was alive. I can still kind of accept it. You've talked me down a little bit. <laughs> a little bit? But I can still, okay, a lot of it. I can still kind of accept it. Get a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the biggest thing that I had an issue with. Uh, my number two, who in the actual shit thought it was a good idea to be like, hey, the marching band kids are going to bully this adult. Seriously. And... Don't get me started on how the one kid that, like, thought he was so cool because he carried around his drumsticks. He has one of the stupidest haircuts I have ever seen in my whole life. He was asking, like, I would have kicked the kid's ass myself. Yeah, I'm like, okay, first off, Corey, you're an 
adult. You're 24. Or he's about that. Yeah, no, he would have been like 24, right? Because he was 21 in uh, 2019. So he would have been around 25. Okay, 25. If yeah, it was four years. Or... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the I don't, ages, that's but he either, was either in way, his mid-20s. Yeah, it's worse. And he was getting bullied by these kids that were in the marching band <laughs> to buy alcohol. Kay- they were in their freaking marching band uniforms. Caleb's having flashback to American Fork. <laughs> American Fork can go jump in a creek. The, we Okay, um, for those of you that don't know, American Fork has like one of the top high school marching bands in I'll say the country. Like it I don't know if it's number 1 or whatever, but it's one of the best in the country. Mm-hmm. At least from what I'm led to believe. <laughs> yeah, dude, we, straight up. And the dynamic between the marching band kids, the the marching band kids feel like the stereotypical jocks like football Dude, they straight up do and then the jocks are more like maybe like the baseball team i would say like no one really gives a shit about them <laughs> <laughs> no caleb's absolutely right because a lot of the football players that uh went to our high school they were actually pretty cool guys like pretty easy to talk to they actually weren't assholes band kids oh my god most of them were freaking assholes yeah, dude, I remember... They thought they were hot shit. I know. Dude, I they feel like a freaking gang. I remember <laughs> walking down the band hallway once, like, during lunch, and I had some kid try and stop me. I'm like, you play the trombone, you freak. It's like, whoa there, son, your con's not welcome here. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not even in a music class i'm like you can i'm like you better move before i shove that trombone so far up your ass <laughs> and it was all because oh i had to God. just go talk to my teacher who is like down that hallway oh they're like a freaking gang and so like, that's exactly what this felt like but i'm like there's no way in hell dude you're in your marching band uniforms. <laughs> you know how stupid everyone and their mother looks in their marching band uniforms? Yeah. Ridiculously. And you're going to bully st- a full-grown adult? <laughs> Dude, I'll start to still see people that we graduated with, that we graduated with, still wearing their, like, their AF marching band black jackets. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Let go of the past. You were a marching band. Cool. That was in high school. You're a freaking adult now. Get over it. <laughs> we're getting real worked up on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this movie this movie's brought out a lot in us. <laughs> but uh, dude, you like no freaking joke. It is ridiculous and it kind of like you said it gave me flashbacks to high school i hated the marching band kids <laughs> same like they are such freaking dipshits <laughs> i'm gonna laugh my ass off if anybody from the half marching band 2014 listens Dude, to this i remember a kid that was in front of my locker <clears throat> one time 
And I was like, hey, move. And he didn't. And I was like, move. And he like looked at me and he's like, don't you know who I am? And I'm like, no. Get the hell out out of my way. I'm like, I don't give a shit who you are. Freaking care. Yeah, I'm like, I could give a flying shit who you are. Get the hell out out of my way. And he's like, um, like I'm in the drum line. I'm like in the marching band. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like. Okay. Oh my god, I didn't know your highness. <laughs> yes. I know. I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Stop like, the freaking presses. Yeah, I'm I'm like, what's that supposed to mean to me? <laughs> I'm like, does that just mean you want me to like give you a good beat while I whack the shit out of you? <laughs> I'll even use your drumsticks if you want me to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm just like the way the the freaking confidence that this kid had by announcing I'm in the drum line. <laughs> well, you want a gold star? I'm like cool. That, yeah, I did, I don't remember like, asking. I'm pretty sure like <laughs> Like, you look like the kind of kid that needs his mom to apply sunscreen. Otherwise, he turns, like, comes red every time. Like, he needs to be dunked in a tub of sunblock. Like, SPF 150 to even step oh, outside shit. without, like, burning up. Oh, shit. That's funny. I freaking. So, yeah, that gave some. Uh... So, they gave me some issues. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm like, props to this movie for for like equal opportunity, but marching band. Thanks for thanks for uh, bringing back a uh, high school flashbacks because that's yeah. Definitely I would have accepted the golf team. I would have accepted <laughs> baseball, football. I mean, if you like, if you didn't want to go stereotypical football, like, okay, understand. Maybe track and field. I would even accept yeah. track and field. But Badman marching even. band, dude. Even yeah. the march, like even when you are faced with a a thug, <laughs> like equivalent <laughs> of the the marching band, I could probably like the strongest of the the marching band kids. I could probably take out ten of them. <laughs> <laughs> like they all. Looked so fragile all the time. <laughs> yeah. And it's like they had nothing better to live for than freaking marching band. Yep. That defined like, their I know life. I have a, a guy that I used to be friends with until he tried getting me to sign up for some MLM. He joined an adult marching band because he is so stuck in the past <laughs> that he has not Wait. moved past. Stupid question. What I forget. What's an MLM? Like a pyramid scheme. Oh, okay. Sorry. Or what they call multi-level marketing. Go uh, screw yourself. It's an MLM. It's a scam. <laughs> okay. Ugh, I freaking hate that too. Because it's like some people will just like, hey, like I really like. I would love to catch up sometime. Like I'd love to like meet meet up for lunch. Like cool. What do you want to talk about? 
Yeah. Well, I, like, just wondering, like, what you're doing for work. Like, you could be making some real good money. Gelt, nope, blocked. Yeah, no, nope. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Yeah, you're lucky if that if blocking you is all I do. <laughs> if you bring up a freaking how much money I make. <laughs> like, dude, like the last person that did that, they're just like, so, like, you enjoy your job? I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Like, how much money you make? Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, I've had people, this was like years ago, but like people would actually come into the store and do that. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You're asking me while I'm at work? <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, it's because they know that you have to be professional at work. Yeah, I hate that shit. can't freaking cuss them out. Yeah, I hate that shit. I'd start ripping off my apron and be like, I'm going on break. <laughs> yep. Like, take off all identifying <laughs> clothing and just ripping them a new one. I like this plan. Jeez. But anyway, didn't care for the marching band bullies. <laughs> <laughs> it was only like a 20 minute rant. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I know it did seem excessive, so apologies for anyone who. I love the that. Oh god, dude! Imagine what Sam's gonna say when he listens to this. Oh man, I can imagine, dude. And like, just know that if anyone from our high school that was in the marching band happens to be listening to this, you can go jump in a creek. Some of you were cool. If I hurt, no. If I hurt, no. None of you were cool. <laughs> Don't even pretend like you you were cool. I meant like some of them were nice. No. Okay. All, all of you, if you tell me, if if being in the American Fork High School marching band is part of your personality, go jump in a creek. Actually, no. Go jump into traffic. <laughs> Damn. Gosh. So, how about that writing? Anyway. <laughs> I will say... I hope um, there's, a, there's more than like just the American Fork people that understand. <laughs> I hope so. Or find, well. what, find our little conversation amusing. <laughs> um, I will say... Okay, so... Like what you said, um, with you know, Lori, you didn't like how she was written in this movie. Right. Um, I will say one character that like literally did not need to be here at all. I understand why they brought her back because you know, Lacey character it was really cool to see her again. Um, and everybody you know wanted her back. Lindsay Wallace didn't need to be in this movie. Nope. It she literally did nothing, and I feel bad. Because Kyle Richards, it's great to see her again in this role. She does a great job for what she's given, but it's literally That's nothing. Not she's given no. She's given so much more to do in Halloween Kills. Um, yeah, her character—you could have literally written her character out, and it wouldn't have changed the story at all. We have what I would consider four main characters in this movie. Everyone yes. else would be considered an extra, and I don't even know if she's in it enough to be like considered for like a fifth or sixth spot. No, I absolutely agree, and it sucks. I hate saying that. Yeah, but I mean, 
can't really dock it too much for like the inclusion of her. It's just no. She it, was just it was awesome to see her again. She was an extra with a backstory. Yeah, which is unfortunate, but yeah. but with my with my issues with how Lori was written and how the um the events leading to Corey's transition to the darkness happened and not being super great i'm actually a i'm actually i'm around a 72 when it comes to writing like the rest of it was was decent it was like fairly average but that should just brought it down for me like a lot no it all match you all right next up we got acting let me get this cast up real quick <laughs> all right first off we got jamie lee curtis who played laurie strode we have andy matichak who played allison uh, James Jude Courtney, who provided the body for the shape, also known as Michael Myers. I guess he could st- Can't you just say he played the shape? I guess. <laughs> mm. uh, I still consider Michael Myers a character. Okay. So yeah, James Jude Courtney played the shape slash Michael Myers. Then Rowan Campbell played Corey. And then if we want to throw him in, Will Patton played Frank. Um, so let's do top three. Okay. I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this. Um, number three, I would actually give to Jamie Lee Curtis. Don't get me wrong. Loved her coming back for this role. Um, but I will agree with Caleb. There were some things that they decided with her character that just I didn't love. <clears throat> Depending on what your two and one are, like that okay. might not be a bad call. Okay. Um, number two, I'm going to give to James Duke Courtney as Michael Myers or the shape. Once again, I I. I'm sorry. I love him so much as Michael Myers. I next to Nick Castle, he's the greatest Michael Myers that we have ever had. He has the mannerisms down, the walk. The, I mean, he doesn't do his own breathing. That actually, Nick Castle came back and does all the breathing for Michael Myers throughout this whole trilogy, and that just makes me so happy. It's so freaking awesome. Um, but just even like seeing him like as a crippled Michael Myers, it still felt like Michael. It was amazing, and. Even seeing his him get his ass whooped, which, you know, like, really sucked, because, you know, it's Michael Myers, he's my favorite killer, so it sucked, you know, seeing Michael die. Um, but it was still great. James Drew Courtney did a fantastic freaking job, um, and once again, he, he freaking killed this role. Um, so, number two. Um, number one, yeah, I'm definitely going to give to, um, what was his name to play, Corey? Uh, Rowan Campbell. Rowan Campbell. Brand new character, introduced way too late into this trilogy, but boy did this guy deliver in what he was given. I didn't love the love story, but everything when it comes to him, um, the evil t- evil Michael Myers taking him over, uh, especially the um, like the uh, scene 
at the beginning, how it opens the movie. His acting is so good in that. Um, his acting when uh, he becomes uh, the shape, quote unquote, um, is great. Just I he he knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. Absolutely. And funny enough, my top three looks almost exactly like yours. Okay. My one and three are the same. So Rowan Campbell being my number one, like you said, knocked it out of the freaking park. He was just enthralling to watch. Yes. And just watching that deep dive down to the depths of darkness was insane to watch. So he did a fantastic job, and I hope he's in more stuff. Like I hope so too. He's if a good they, actor, I know if he would if if they would have gone the route of passing the Michael Myers torch onto him or the maybe the shape, yeah. Like if they would have passed like that on to him, and maybe we got some movies with him as the shape, I would have loved that. I would have probably actually accepted that. Yeah, I, like. I know I like when he was wearing the mask, I was I brought it up to you. I'm like, there's just something about the way he wears it that doesn't quite fit, but he does a really good job. Yeah, he does. So, yeah. Well deserved number 1. Number 2, I'm actually going to give to Andy Matichak who played Allison. Okay. I felt she she gave a solid performance. Like, even though I didn't necessarily care for uh, her role in the movie and, like, the routes that she took with um, kind of the defiance against Lori, mm-hmm. I still think that she pulled off the... um her love interest towards Corey really, really well. And kind of like, like I know from us looking onward onto it, Allison's decisions may have felt very like stupid, <laughs> but you got to think too. She's in a fresh relationship, thinking that everything's like going all hunky dory. So she's seeing nothing but green flags. Like she's completely colorblind to the red flags, and then true. Once she, like, kind of gives that moment where she, like, snaps at Lori, is ready to leave with Corey and everything, and is traveling back, thinks Lori's killed Corey, and, like, starts to see all of these, like, starts to see the red flags. Like, sees the radio station that's on fire, and, like, just having that moment click in her brain. Like, oh, shit hit the fan with him. Like, maybe I was wrong. Then travels back to help Lori just in time to kill Michael Myers. So, really, really enjoyed her her character arc. And then, like you said, Jamie Lee Curtis back as Lori. Just master class. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, she filled that role so well. Even though I, I don't care for... So, like the routes that they took with her character, she, her acting was just 
fantastic. So absolutely no complaints there. Like they, these three are so close together. Like it's 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 hard to say one, two, three. This is like another like one point one, one point two, one point three. Okay. And then number two, like my technical number two, <laughs> would be James Jude Courtney as the as Michael. Yes, I love it. But yeah. So where where are you sitting with uh with acting? Um No, I'll go I'll go a seventy eight. That's not bad. Ooh. Honestly, I think the I feel like the cast did a decent enough job where it was maybe a little bit higher than that. Alright. I'm just trying to think of like how much higher. <laughs> I might go a solid eighty. Okay. Good choice. I think like just the main cast alone, like just the four that we brought up, I think just them alone would have been maybe in the 85 range, but I think it's the extras that kind of pulled it down a little bit more for me. That's, that's fair. Like I especially the uh the radio guy, I don't think oh, he Oh god, I hated him. Yeah. I like yes, he was an asshole, but I don't think he his his death was just cheesy as shit. Yeah, but I loved it though. I didn't care if it was cheesy. Yeah, it was a pretty decent. Guy got what was coming to him. Straight up. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll think I'm going an eighty or uh, an eighty. Fair um, but with this being a horror movie, we do not do character development like normal. We actually do logic. Yes. So does the movie follow its own rules? Are like this is supposed to be kind of be a more like realistic take on Michael, right? Yeah. Not like supernatural or anything. So does it kind of follow within those those guidelines? I feel though the more that they've dived into this trilogy, they've kind of dived more into the supernatural of Michael because of like the whole, you know, um, the evil kind of transitioning into Corey, um, the fact that. Uh, Lori in the last one says that the more he kills, the more he transitions into the true epitome of evil. Because um, she straight up says that Michael Myers was the epitome of evil in this movie. Um, so I feel with that, they're kind of setting up more of a supernatural, but then at the same time, they're still making it to where Michael Myers is. He's human. He's still succumbing to his wounds from literally the whole town of Haddonfield just beating the shit out of him four years ago. Um, so it's like a mixed bag. I don't know which one to go for. It is really tough. I was giving this a major thought too. Like, how do you figure this out? Yeah. Like, I mean, the, all the, all the kills that they do make absolute sense. The, what, what happens to the person after either Corey or Michael kills them? Completely makes sense. I, I would feel, and I, I'm sure you would agree with this, the only kill that is probably not logical is uh, when Michael stabs that one lady uh, to the wall. Um, because 
ain't no way just one single freaking knife can hold up a human body. Yeah. <clears throat> it it did make sense in the in the original. It doesn't make sense in this one. <laughs> Although I feel in this one it seemed like it was stabbed further though. Barely. Maybe, but it was also stabbed into a painting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it actually might have been even worse in this one. Yeah, at least the other dude was stabbed into a door. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh. But, I mean, there were... I don't know, like, the, the physics of, like... I'm I'm just thinking, like, the the guy at the radio station getting his tongue cut off. I don't know if you could do that with just any pair of scissors. My question also, I know that he got his... Can, I mean, I don't know how hard Corey was beating his head up against the table, but can that much damage, like, be done in, like, literally just three whacks? I'm going to say no. And okay, that Corey's, was a little hard to believe. Corey strikes me as the type of person that is less than peak physical condition. Yeah, he's definitely not as strong as Michael Myers. Absolutely not. Like Michael if, Myers if has freaking brute force. Yeah, if Michael would have done it, I would have completely bought it. But oh, yeah, Corey absolutely. doing it, eh. It's a little hard of a... Kind of like the same thing with the whole head stomp. Like, did that feel like that could have happened? Not with him. Yeah, like the in Halloween 2018, made sense when Michael stomped his doctor's head in. Yeah, Corey. Yeah. Like, definitely no. would have busted up her face. Wouldn't have freaking cracked it like a pumpkin, though. Yeah. And then he, like, I think it would have been better had they saved that part for when he, like, drove over her face. Oh, I agree. That would have made a lot more sense. But yeah, um, so yeah, definitely have to take into consideration, um, Corey's, like, killing spree and how, like, that just kind of felt out of the realm of possibility for him. Yeah. But the rest of everything else felt pretty decent, so I'm, I might be pretty high with the the logic on this one. I'd go like an 85. Uh, I think I'll match you there. Alright. Alright, next up we got effects. Lots of practical on this, which I appreciate. That's what I love. I love that about most horror movies, especially slashers. The uh, tons of fake blood and a lot of prosthetics, but I love it so much. Yeah. Like they they do a really good job with this one. Um, I know we brought it up, and it might sound freaking gruesome as hell, but the way that that kid at the beginning died, like oh, perfection. Yeah, that looks so real. Didn't look CGI at all. Yeah, so love that. Um. All the other kills too, like they all looked really, really good. Like honestly, even um the uh the um dummy that they used for Michael when he's getting crushed, I feel that that looked pretty decent. That might be the one that I have a minor issue with because it felt That's... too sturdy. Ragdoll? Oh, too sturdy. Okay. Or... 
it was weird because it's like his legs came like perfectly straight up. It felt, and then the, like his head was like really floppy. So I think that might be oh. like maybe the one thing that they did do like all CG on. Yeah, you don't think that was just like a dummy that they threw in? No, because I okay. don't know if it would have ripped it down as fast as it did. Those That's machines don't typically move very fast in general. Like it's very mm. slow to give like time for stuff to like grab. Yeah. So I don't think that Michael would have just been absolutely shredded. I think it would have taken a lot more time. Okay. So I'm I'm going to dock for that scene just cuz that that looked a little meh. That's okay, that's fair. Everything else though looked really good. Like all the other kills. Yeah, all the other kills really were good. great. Uh I'm I'm going to say I'm at a 90. I'm going to go a little bit lower than you and be like at an 88. Okay. All right, next up we got music. I will fight you for a 10 on this. I just want to say that right now. Dude, what? A 10? This is John Carpenter at his best. This might be my favorite soundtrack of the whole trilogy. Dude. This soundtrack is amazing. I will fight <sighs> you for a 10. I can meet well, it luckily, a 9. You can but... give it a 10. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I know we'll be bumped to a 9 because I don't think I can really convince you to give it a 10. No. I it's The soundtrack was good. Don't get me wrong. But overall i felt it was it was just slightly above average like i'm at an 8 like that's my personal score wow. and i know that it's it the music will average out to a 9 but the it disrespect was, to john I, Carpenter. I know i know exactly what i'm saying and to who i'm saying it to but you i feel like i've heard better son of a bitch you <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> dude literally i'm the kind of person like i can hate hate a halloween movie but the soundtrack is always just still freaking good yes yeah, yeah, not in this one <laughs> i disagree so kiss my ass <laughs> oh man all right next up we got <laughs> If we don't got anything else to say about music. <laughs> um, next up we got costumes. And this one's this one's hard for me, too. Because like the only like costume would be Michael's. And you could say, I guess like uh, Corey's scarecrow mask. I know, but he only wore it once. <clears throat> True. Like, I think if he would have worn it more, or even, like, I would have loved for him to make a full mask. That would have been cool. Like, if he would have made, like, um, oh, what, like, a, what are those freaking bags called? 
Like that they use for like scarecrows. Oh. Like a potato sack. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. Like if he would have made a potato sack bag where it looked kind of like that Halloween mask, that would have been awesome. That would have that had such potential that would have actually also been like a really cool um like easter egg to jason because that was like the first mask that he wore was just a a bag of potato bag or wow a potato bag on his head yeah i don't think it would i would have wanted just like a potato sack with holes in it i would have wanted it to be like to have like that halloweeny feel about it Okay, like that's have fair. like the, the like maybe put that that face like the scarecrow face that he had onto the the mask. Okay. Or onto the the potato sack. Like if he did that. I think that would have had such potential, especially with him wearing an outfit like I mean, he was wearing like a wool sweater. So yeah. he kind of had that scarecrow vibe. It was just true. a super cheap mask, which yeah. I think if you're going with Michael, like you need you need a killer mask if you're gonna be his oh, yeah, like, sidekick. Michael doesn't need a sidekick. Agreed. But I think there was a missed opportunity there for like a kick ass mask. Yeah, that's fair. Um I do wanna point out one thing though. Um I'm sorry. I don't care how much like the shape takes over Corey. I would not put on that mask. I don't want to know how bad that thing smells. Yeah, that that shit got melted to his face, dude. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> You don't think that he got a little sweaty? That latex has to smell so bad. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm pretty sure even Michael, like, the reason that he sat up and looked at, at Corey when he left was like, ew. <laughs> or he's just like, I can breathe. I can finally breathe. Fresh yeah, he air. Like looked, he looked over at Corey, being like, "You gonna like wash it or something?" Freaking disgusting. <laughs> I will say though, I mean, once again, the mask looked great. Oh yeah, amazing. Like, if there, if there's like one of the biggest positives you can take from this whole trilogy, trilogy is that they replicated that mask from the original film and just aged it up so perfectly. And throughout all three of these movies, just from it being burned, from the burns like setting in with this movie and it like becoming mold, just so freaking great. Like, oh my God, I freaking love all three of the masks in 2018 Kills and Ends. All three are great. Dude, they look amazing. So yeah, no complaints there with, with Michael's stuff at least. Yeah. What are you sitting at with costumes? I mean, I'm fairly high, but I'm not at a ten. <laughs> I'm at a nine, honestly. I can, I can, I can give you a nine. Okay. I think if I'm like anywhere, I'd be more at like an eight and a half. But That's fair. Since we round, that would be a nine. So yeah. All right. Last up, personal scores. Do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Oh, okay. Um, as much of a if it, an interesting watch as this movie was, I do really feel like 
it was a somewhat decent conclusion to the Halloween trilogy, or at least this then updated Halloween trilogy. It was good. I feel like there were some things that could have been altered um, story-wise, like just over the entirety of the trilogy. I think all of the parts were there, though, and it led to an enjoyable time. Like I, I had a, a great time watching this movie. Um, I would have liked to see what this would have looked like pre-pandemic times. Like if they had the time to have this all filmed and made before uh, we were hit by by that stuff. So I would have been very interested in that, and. Overall, I think it was a, a decent send-off for, for the characters. Could have been better, but what what are you going to do? I still feel like this has a lot of watchability value. Like, as much as we shit on it, <laughs> or have shat on it, I think it is definitely worth a watch. So, definitely go check it out if you can. Um, So I will be giving this an 81. Okay. Um, So yeah, this was definitely not what I expected from the final um, movie in Blumhouse's and David Gordon Green's trilogy. But I do appreciate um, it trying something different. I just feel it was way too late in the game for that. And I do not like that Michael Myers takes such a backseat to this. I... You know, I get that they're trying to say, you know, the shape changes form. It's not always Michael Myers. That's where it, that's where the entity is right now, but it can be shifted into another um, entity. Um, I like that stuff. I think it's really cool. Um, but just bringing in this new character, Corey, just it just it, as much as I loved the character and what they did with him, my love story. I know I've said that many times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just. It just felt way too late in the game. Um, we were so hyped up to be it saying, uh, oh, with Laurie and Michael, their, their saga ends. This will be their final confrontation. Only one will survive. Well, yeah, that definitely happens. Michael bites the dust. And as much as I was sad to see Michael Myers die, he went in, went out in like a badass way. It was really cool seeing the whole town of Haddonfield just having a midnight procession and just watching him be crushed to dust was that that was it was really cool but just their fight just felt so anticlimactic anticlimactic and just it didn't go on for for as long as i feel it should have in 2018 i feel it went on for longer yeah if i remember right it definitely did yeah i Um, think this just needed to not spoil the entire freaking fight in the trailers i agree yeah seriously there's like not one sh- i think the only shot that i can think of that isn't in the trailers was when michael chokes Lori, um and when she freaking like hammers that one knife into his hand that's mm-hmm. it everything else is in the trailers well and of course her slitting his ribs that's not in it as well but anyway um See, I was telling my sister, this is the first like Halloween movie that we've seen together that she loved it, and I just liked it. I thought it was good. That, that's really what it was. Um, so I will say I was disappointed 
Um, probably not as, as much as some other fans were. I know there's some fans that just absolutely hate this movie, and I can understand why. I understand why fans love this movie. Completely understand. And the, I've, I, this movie has sparked so much debate among this fan base that literally you can't, lo- like, um, if you love this movie, you suck. If you hate this movie, you suck. Like, no one can have an opinion with this movie, and I hate it. Um, it's really annoying. Um, well, luckily, but, after this breakdown, no one else can have an opinion, because they'll all be yeah, wrong. Damn right. <laughs> so, for me, um, just as a Michael Myers fan and a Halloween fan, I like I said, I just wasn't satisfied completely with how they ended this 44 years 44 year saga um i still did enjoy it though um so i'm going to go with 75 that is a lot lower than i thought you were gonna go sorry how low did you think i was gonna go i thought you were gonna be in the 80s or even like higher than i was really no sorry man Damn, I can't believe I like this movie more than you. <laughs> yeah, dude, you and me both. I still liked it. I still thought it was good. But So, yeah. Well, unless you have anything else. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to shut up. Caleb, you have the floor. <laughs> All righty. Well... Going through each of the categories, starting off with story, we started off in a fairly average space of 76. Um, Writing brought it down just a hair, sitting at a 72. Acting brought it back up just a little bit, sitting at a 79. Character development, freaking rocked, sitting at an 85. Effects a little higher than that, because they were amazing, sitting at a solid 89. Music is sitting at a 9, costumes is sitting at a 9, and our personal score is sitting at a 78. So, with all of that, the final All Bros letter grade for Halloween Ends has come to a... C+. That's honestly what I wanted it to get. Yeah, it's it is actually our newest our new highest C plus movie. Okay. It I'll is sitting that. at a seventy nine point eight three percent. So it is point two percent away. Or technically if you want to go that far, it's technically point one seven away from being a B minus movie. Okay. Um, so let me pull up the B minus movies just because we go above and below. (laughs) All right. So Halloween ends is sitting at a 79.83%. That puts it above yes day, which is at a 79.81%. It is above The Crudes, A New Age, which is at a 79.68. It is above Aladdin, which is at a 79.62. 
It is above Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which is at a 79.58, unfortunately. Brucker. (laughs) (laughs) It is above Mortal Kombat 2021, which is at a 79.49. And then finally, it is above I Want You Back, which is at a 79.25. Going the opposite direction... It is below, so all of these movies that I'm about to list are B-minus movies, because this is, like I said, our top C+. So everything I'm about to list off is a B-minus movie. But it is above, or below, Dear Evan, ha- Dear Evan Hansen, which is at a solid 80. It is below Nomadland, which is at an 80.18. It is below Good Boys, which is at an 80.25. It is also below Top Gun, which is at a 80.37. And then finally, it is below Dune, which is at an 80.62. And I do not know where we put the other Halloween movie. <laughs> so let, let me. So just for shits and giggles, I'm going to go back to. What's what's the uh we we talked about Halloween kills, right? Yeah, yeah, we did last year. Okay. So that was probably a while back. So Halloween Kills is sitting at an 85.68. So it freaking is like above then the original sorry, Halloween is a B plus. Okay. So right now our ranking is Halloween 78, Halloween Kills, and then Halloween Ends. We have not broken down Halloween 2018 yet, but, and we can talk about it now, the next episode that we're going to have is, (laughs) funny enough, going to land on Halloween Day. Yeah. So... In honor of that, we're going to talk about Halloween 2018. <laughs> yeah. So, might as well review the whole trilogy. Hell yeah. But yeah, that's where it's uh, ranked. So, passing the baton right. back to you, Rose. Well, thank you. Um, Alright, well, I would say that that concludes this episode. Um, if you like what you heard and you want to hear more of our amazing voices be for be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts we're on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify anywhere you listen to we're on there um you can also catch all of our episodes on youtube if that is your preferred listening platform um you can follow us on our on all of our social media um and that's uh, where you can uh, dm us with any of uh ideas that you have for movies you want to break down or if you want to be uh, a guest on uh, our uh, show we would love that we would absolutely love that um so those are facebook facebook.com forward slash the all bros twitter instagram and tiktok at the all bros or if you prefer you can email us at the all bros channel dot com or dot com the all bros channel at gmail.com man i wish dude i <laughs> wish <laughs> Uh, um, if you want to check out our website where you can buy some awesome merch from us, um, you can, um, find us at tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros. 
um, that is the best place to buy merch, um, just because that's where you can actually design it to where you get the merch that you want, because unfortunately a lot of stuff that Caleb has made has gotten copyrighted and taken down. But Which is bullshit. It is. But if you want to do the easier way, I guess, um, you can uh, check out our T Public store, uh, tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the All Bros channel. Um, so, like Caleb said, next week, Halloween 2018, great way to uh, celebrate Halloween. So, if you want to celebrate Halloween with us, be sure to listen to that. Um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we'll see you guys next week. I'm not even going to try the voice because I know I'm just going to have a cough tag. So I'll see you guys next time. (laughs) Deuces.